Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy BTG. Open run with BTG, Summer League Edition. I guess I got to explain to y'all how important, not just important, but how fun the Summer League is. It's a, it's an ongoing thing that, um, you know, it, it's kind of like college football opening weekend. It's something that me and the fellas is going to do every year. Uh, something that I've done with my, uh, my son for the past two years. I've always watched the Summer League on television. And, uh, but, you know, for the past couple of years, I definitely had to attend. And it's one of those things that I just always, you know, I just always push to the side because, um, you know, it was just other things that I had to take care of. But now I've made it a priority to go every year. And, um, you know, because I, you know, I go, in, I go to Vegas a lot. Vegas is right next door to L.A. For a lot of people that just, for a lot of people that don't know, I mean, it's just, you know, three hours and some change. Um, so, you know, I made it a priority as far as putting it on the guys' uh, trip. You know, one of the guys' trip that we do annually, we do it for college football weekend. But now we got, we definitely got the summer league involved. But I wanted to explain to, to you know, my my, my very few loyal listeners uh, the importance of summer league. You know, because you know, it, a lot of people. I would say a lot of casual fans they don't they don't watch the summer league. You know, a lot of a lot of casual fans wait for the season to start or wait for I would say me um certain matchups. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you when you catch the Golden State versus, you know, any top team, any other top team in the West or any other top team in the East, it's a must-see game, you know. As far as way over here on the West Coast, the Lakers versus anybody. <laughs> but actually, you know what I'm saying, the Lakers versus some of the top-tier um, you know, playoff teams and things like that. We're going to watch the home team. But for the casual fans, they're waiting for whoever Bron is playing against, you know what I'm saying, whoever, like I said, Golden State. Um, and it is what it is. Philly is up on the rise. Boston is up on the rise. You know, you got Houston out there. And those are the teams that we're paying, uh, paying attention to. OKC, even though that they're one of those, I would say, mid to just above average, uh, elite team because of the roster. You know, they got PG 13 that just signed again. They got Westbrook. Cats is going to watch them against marquee, uh, matchups. But, you know, the Summer League, I'm going to tell you, the Summer League to me is for the hippie basketball fans. That's cats that cover basketball uh, all year long. Not just all year long, but every level. You know what I'm saying? I watch high school basketball. I watch traveling basketball, AAU traveling basketball. So I'm watching these kids from from the ages uh, like 10 you and up. You know, literally, you know, I, I I sit back and watch the 10s, the 12s, 11s, 13, 17, 18 year old cats playing in high school. Uh, I watch the, 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 the good high school matchups. Then we go on to college. I follow certain players in college and so on. So by the time they get to the summer league, I already know what they about before they even get to the league. I already have an idea of what they're going to be like or, you know, what their potential could be. You know, same thing scouts do. Scouts, scouts start from the ground up. So as soon as that seed is, <laughs> as soon as that seed is born and depending on where is that, what area, who they came from, the parents, anything, bro, they own it. 
They own it. That's the hippie life when it comes to basketball. So that's basically what the summer league is. And the summer league is fun. So I'll give y'all a little history on the summer league. It is, it is, it hasn't been around. It's like, it's not a, it's not a historical event as far as, uh, longevity or history or anything like that. Cause it's only been here since 2001 and it started out in Orlando. Uh, then it branched off into Vegas and Vegas had, you know, and, and even with Orlando, Orlando didn't have that many teams. I think they had just, a, they only had a few teams over there. Uh, Vegas, when they started, it was three years later and they had like 24 teams. Um, because it's just a good destination. Sooner or later, they're going to have a pro basketball team out there. They're already getting my Raiders. They already got a pro hockey team. So they, they making moves out there. Vegas is finally getting their just due. Um, and then you fast forward to 2015, they expanded to Utah. Uh, and then Sacramento just got, you know, they just got their papers in 2018. So we got four different destinations, uh, for, um, for the summer league. You know, I mean, if you was watching the summer league on TV, if you watched back in the day, you would notice it was just it was always in Orlando or in Vegas. Um, but I, I feel like I got to explain. Well, for one, let's 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 know that uh, the summer league is getting more and more popular. And I, I honestly, you can you know who you could thank for that. You could thank LeVar Ball for that, because last year. Uh, you know, when he predicted that his son will go to the Lakers and because of the way he talks, uh, because of the, the hate and the love that he received, Lonzo packed, not only just Lonzo, because in that draft class, you had Tatum, you had, John, you had a lot of cats, you know, De'Aaron Fox, like he, they had cats come out of that draft class. That's pretty, you know, pretty damn solid. You know, Kuzma was in there, you know, Josh Hart was in there. You know, other Lakers. And and um I will say with that, it sold out. That was the first that was the first summer league since, you know, well, I ain't gonna say since. That was the first summer league period that sold out. And I got tickets for me and my son just in time. <laughs> I remember, you know, and, and all the fellas didn't attend, all the cats that's in my chat, my close friends. Uh, some of them couldn't attend because they waited too long. They waited too long because normally it wouldn't pack out like that. But because of LeVar Ball's mouth, because of Lonzo being who he is. And, you know, Lonzo is a, you know, he's a California, California kid. He was highly ranked, played in, he played for the number one, number two team in the nation at the time in Chino Hills. Uh, so he was well known, you know, and then going by, going to UCLA, you can't you can't hide in a jersey like that. Um, so yeah, uh, it was it was sold out, and it was a, you know the the first uh, the first game, which was you know the primetime game. I remember it. It was Saturday night. That was um, the Lakers versus Boston. It don't get no better than that. It don't get no better than that. You know, uh, basically the number one versus. Um, uh, Tatum, wait, was Tatum, yeah, Tatum was number two, Tatum was number two, um, they faced off, Tatum is a, yeah, look, he's a monster, we, we watched him at Duke, you know what I'm saying, so, it is what it is, uh, they showed out, Kuzma showed out, actually, Kuzma scored 30 that game, see, another thing is, what you gotta consider the Summer League, the Summer League is like an extended combine, you know, it, it because the, the, you got to figure the players that play in it, honestly, 
anybody can play in the summer league except for you're not going to have your starters or your your, your key role players um, unless they they became key role players after their rookie year because um, Jalen Brown actually played last year against Alonzo uh, and Kuzma in the summer league. And we knew that Jalen Brown was going to be a key role player for Boston, but yet he still played. It's not a mandatory thing, but I think if the team asks you to participate in it, then I'm pretty sure you got to do it. Um, but Alonzo didn't play this year. Now he was hurt. That hurt, quote unquote. Kuzma didn't play this year, but he was, you know, he was seen. He was spotted at the Drew League the day before. That Friday, they had a game. Um, actually, no, no, no. Not that Friday, uh, because they do play on Saturday. But I think I think it was something going on where they spotted him on a Friday, and then Saturday, Saturday, you know, they they uh, he ended up playing at the Drew League, and then he got down there to he got down there to watch the Lakers play that Sunday. Um, so I, it's not a mandatory thing, but you're going to have a lot of rookies. You're going to have a lot of second and third year players. You're going to have uh, some undrafted, a lot of undrafted cats in there. A lot of undrafted cats from um, the year before. Uh, you're going to have a lot of overseas cats. You're going to have a lot of, you know, maybe a couple of high school cats up in there. Um, you're going to have a lot of G League cats up in there. So everybody's fighting for a position. At the same time, there's certain cats who already got a spot. So you're going to have some lottery players playing. Colin Sexton played. Bagley played against Aiton. Um Trey Young was there, you know, Kevin Knox played. A lot of these cats played, which I will get to later, because uh, I, I, I got to highlight uh, a lot of players that I, I mean, not a lot. I'm going to highlight a few because I'm not going to go through the whole, you know, like I said, it was this was the first time all the teams were there. But I'm not about to go through every single team and, and highlight who did this, that, and the third. I'm just going to point out a couple of players that I thought was special and I think will contribute in the league. I'm not saying they're going, I'm not saying, and hear me when I say this, I'm not saying that they're going to be superstars. I'm not saying that they're going to be stars. I'm saying they're going to be very valuable in the NBA. Okay, so just to give you an idea on how serious it is, like, I mean, a lot of cats have participated in a summer league. You had um, Damian Lillard, you know what I'm saying? He won an MVP. He actually shared it. I don't know if y'all know Josh Shelby, who played for Kansas, but in 2012, they both got rookie. Uh, I mean, not rookie, but they both got MVPs of that. Um, Jonas... How he say his name? Valachunas? I can't I can't say his name, but he, you know, he played played with Toronto. Uh he won in 2013 MVP. You know what I'm saying? Cal Anderson from the Spurs, he won MVP in 2015. And of course Lonzo won last year. Um like I said, Kuzma started at the combine. You know what I'm saying? He started at the combine, got a buzz. You know, Magic took a chance with him. He came into the summer league. His first game, he dropped 30. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and, and, and this is the thing, like Jeremy Lin, Jeremy Lin, he came in and I think he was hooping for, he was hooping for the Mavericks. He went off. Next thing you know, he got signed by Golden State. So, like, it, it happens. It happens now. 
when I bring up these players and how I, you know, how they participated, some of these players, especially the lottery players, they're expected to come in and make an impact immediately in the summer league. Because like I said, it's not like you're playing against the starters for the most part. You might have a couple of rookies that had, you know, that got drafted to be a starter. But for the most part, no, you're playing, like I said, you're playing against uh, G League bump ups. You're playing against undrafted cats from the year before and probably the year before that and probably the year of. You know what I'm saying? From your draft class, these cats didn't get drafted. You're also playing against cats that have been overseas for a while. You know what I'm saying? You've been, you're playing against cats that, that actually made the roster but no playing time. You know what I'm saying? But they expect they expect these top these top tier draft picks to come in and dominate. You know what I'm saying? Cuz that's just how I mean that's that's just how it is in the league. Uh but the summer league the summer league is that important though. The summer league is that important. So I'm going to get to I I went to like I said I went to the Saturday games. They had a uh they had a nice lineup. I'm talking about a nice lineup for Saturday. And they usually have, don't get me wrong, they usually have that first weekend, I'm conditioned to think. I really think that they schedule the they schedule certain matchups on that first Saturday, because I think that's when they're going to get the most crowd. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I have never been to the championship game, so I'm not sure how live it is. But I do know opening weekend, it's pretty popping. It's pretty popping. So let's get to it. Uh, the game that I was most excited for was uh, Phoenix and Sacramento. So when I got there, you know, it was a lot of Phoenix fans. It was a lot of Sacramento fans. It was a lot of Knicks fans. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, before I get to that, I want to say another thing that you'll appreciate about the Summer League is everything is unfiltered. And what I mean by that is you're going to have you're going to have a lot of coaches. I'm talking about head coaches. You're going to have a lot of um GMs, a lot of scouts. You're going to have a lot of former players from the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, even different players from the early 2000s. You're going to have a lot of history walking through that building. There's two gyms. There's there's the there's the women gym and then there's the main gym, Thomas and Mac, uh for UNLV, and you can go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? You can pay your you can pay your $40 you know what I'm saying? And get the general admission. And what and what that is is you the earlier you get there, the better you get a good seat. They have certain they have certain sections blocked off for the NBA press. They got certain sections blocked off for people who pay that 150. And that's just to get a little bit lower. And then of course they got floor seats. Uh but you can pay your $40 and you can get real close to the action. Not only real close, like I said, you this past, you know, this past weekend, um, like there was, I I walked past Matumbo, Tracy Murray, um, Kevin Garnett was walking around. I didn't get to see him, but I'm just giving you a, uh, I'm giving you an idea of what's going on. Like you won't know unless you get up from your seat from time to time. And the one thing is you don't want to go by yourself. Do not go by yourself because they're jockeying for position. They're jockeying for seat. It was a cat there. It was funny, man. I think what I think I, I may have recorded it. I'm not sure. I got to check my phone. But it was a guy when we got there. He was saving four seats, and he was saving four seats for like two, like almost two, three games. And his friends finally came. You have no how that you know every game is about forty minutes. 
So it's like you have no idea how hard it is to save those seats. Some cats got a little rowdy with them. Some cats understood. But it's that serious, though. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you have the number one, the number two, um, or, or if you just have popular picks. You know what I'm saying? Lottery picks playing against each other. Like, for example, the Phoenix and Sacramento game. Everybody was there to see Bagley and uh, DeAndre Ayton. You know what I'm saying? Face off against each other, which I can say it was a snooze fest. You know what I'm saying? It was just a snooze fest. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into individual play as well. But I'm just letting you know that you can grab those seats. You can get real close. I, I have, I have uh, video footage of... Uh, you know, the pregame warm-ups and things like that. On the video, it looked like we were far away. We was, we was, we was close enough. We was close enough to hear cats talk on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like John, like we, 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 I'll get to that in a minute, but we heard a lot. So we was close enough for the seats. That last year, we didn't have, we had okay seats, but we were, we, we had, um, we were behind the backboard. Um, and it was, it was okay. It was okay. I can't, I can't complain. And, and like I said, in that area, it was still a lot of players walking through. Like you're going to see in the other gym. I would say you go with, I said, I would say you go with, uh, with, with, with at least, at least six cats. And the reason why is because you could always save seats and then have two or three cats go to the other gym just to see what's going on. Cause the other gym is a more intimate, more smaller gym. Which means you're gonna be right next to these cats. Like Damian Lillard was just across the hallway. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, everybody, you'll, you'll catch cats just walking around, walking around. Now they don't get too carried away because, like, they is they really there just to chill. Even though, <clears throat> even though they know that, like, look, I'm gonna have to sign some autographs sooner or later. But yeah, man, like cats is just walking around, literally. Just walking around or whatever. Um, Dominique Wilkins, you know what I'm saying? I, I we seen all kind of we seen a gang of coaches. Zach Levine is like Zach Levine stays up there. Um, but let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. So uh, I was talking about I was talking about Sacramento and Phoenix, and I'm gonna just say this, man. I think Bagley is gonna be good. I can't give him a. I can't give him a, a a title yet. I'm not saying he's going to be a star. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar. I'm not going to see, say he's going to be a decent role player because I don't know what the expectations is for him. I really don't. All I know is that, you know, we do overhype players, and sometimes we, I ain't going to say sometimes, all the time we miss the gyms. So I'm just going to say Bagley came in doing what he was doing at Duke. He did. Even in his first game against DeAndre Ayton. You know what I'm saying? Well, that wasn't his first game, but that bat, that matchup. Um, I think his first game was against my Lakers where he dunked on somebody. Uh it was it was bad. It was bad. It was it was it, it was a it was a basic ass game. We've seen a lot of they tried to do a lot. Phoenix is gonna be in trouble if they cannot get the ball into DeAndre Ayton. And DeAndre Ayton, I'm sorry. I mean uh, they say you can't pass up on a big like that. I don't believe that. I just don't believe that. I, I do believe whatever you need to address, if it was a big, he might be a good one. I, I probably would have went Bagley, though. I probably would have went Bagley for the Suns. 
a better fit to me. DeAndre Ayton, he's a, he's much more heavier. His post game is okay. He's he's a freak of nature. Don't get me wrong. Big. Once he get is I I don't want to compare him to Shaq, but he is powerful like that. But his finesse game is bad. He can shoot a little bit, but nobody can get him the ball. And then when when you can't get him the ball, it's like he's out of the game. So that's my thing on that. Bagley did his thing. Bagley is going to be solid at the four spot. At the three spot, I'm not sure because I'm not sure if he can handle the rock like that. But his lateral was good, so he'd probably be able to defend a couple of um, threes. Uh, Harry Giles, definitely nice. I'm I'm looking out for him. He's definitely nice. He definitely showed up in that game that where I saw. Uh, so yeah, that was the that was the anticipated matchup. Like I said, everybody came came out from Sacramento. Everybody came out from Phoenix. But the one game that took Saturday, the most exciting game, which a lot of cats also waited for because this was probably the the second most anticipated game. But it ended up being the best game of the day. That was the Knicks versus Atlanta. So you're talking about Kevin Knox versus Trey Young slash uh, John Collins, and I'm gonna say this. Let me let me get to let me get to Bozo Nation first. Shout out to Jarv. The Knicks got a they, the Knicks got a lot of good young pieces, a lot of good young pieces that can complement great teams. I hope the Knicks do not mess this up. Yo, Bozo Nation. Hear me and hear me well. Do not mess this up. It was a Nick fan right above us that was talking to us. Cool cat. I didn't get his name, but he's definitely from New York. He was visiting out here, and he wanted to come to the Summer League so bad. Every cat that I was interested in, I looked back at him. I said, please don't mess this up. He said, man, our front office, they're liable to do something like that. It's nothing I could do, but... Kevin Knox, I'm telling y'all right now, like I said, I can't give cats a superstar level. I can't give cats a star level. I can't give I can't even give cats a solid role level. What I'm saying is Kevin Knox looks ready to go. He looks ready to go. Great wing player. Got a motor on him. He can shoot the three ball. And if you jump, you better jump high enough. You know what I'm saying? Now, he needs some polish. He's dumb raw. You know what I'm saying? He needs, give him a year or two and start talking about a title above a solid role player. But right now, he's ready to go. I think he could step in and help uh, a playoff contender team right now. I didn't say a championship team, but a playoff contender team. Like, I would like him, I would like him over there in Portland right now. With that roster that they got right now, I would like Kevin Knox in Portland. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, I think he's a much player than Batum, and that's not that's saying a lot because I like him. You know what I'm saying? So um, they also got Alonzo Tear from Arizona, and let me tell you, oh man, I don't, I'm not sure if y'all watched him at Arizona. Arizona had hella guards, and he was one of them. And you know what I'm saying? So uh, look out for him, Knicks. Do not mess that up. Keep that young man. Oh, boy, Bozo Nation. Bozo Nation. Troy Williams. You got to keep Troy Williams because he definitely likes to score. Like, let me tell you something about these Knicks, man. Like, this Knicks summer, 
you might as well start that team. Just add Chris Porzingis and, and let him run with the Summer League squad. They got action. I'm telling you right now. I don't give the Knicks too much compliments. But in that Summer League, they held it down, man. They definitely held it down. They got a cat over there named Mitchell Robinson. He played no college ball. He had some complications. You know what I'm saying? He had a run-in with the NCAA. He put his name in the hat. He put his name in the hat. You know what I'm saying? And he got drafted by the Knicks. And a lot of cats thought it was a bozo move. But this cat, 7-1, he got a motor on him. Hey, the boy can go. Now, he's not a, he's not a, um, he's not a great offensive type of player, but he'll put that thing on your head, okay? He's down there battling, too. And he got a solid frame, so he's not skinny, and he's not too big, but, man, that dude can play. I will want him on the Lakers. I'm telling you that right now. Magic, listen, <laughs> what's up, man? I know we got JaVale McGee, but I like this young cat, Mitchell. Over there with the Knicks. I'm telling you that right now. Jarv, check my boy out. Mitchell Robinson, check him out. All right. All right. Let's go to Atlanta. I know y'all want to hear about what I got to say about Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? Cats know I've been draking him. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Like, his body frame is small. <laughs> it's small. But I'm going to tell you what, man. Trey Young is for the kids. And when I, I figured that out when... Yo, they was dogging Trey Young. They was dogging Trey Young at the summer league. And Trey Young, the thing that the thing that worries me about Trey Young is that he listens. And you say, well, you know, I'm used to cats getting getting barked at, and I like the ones that that hear hear it and then respond. But nah, man, Trey Young is he's responding. He's responding to cats in the summer league, and he's shooting bad shots. Now I say this. I will say this. We all know Trey Young got range. But he's not going to be pulling like that in the league. Stop it. Absolutely not. I mean, Atlanta might let him get jiggy. But don't plan on winning no games. And he's not even going to be the best player on their team. As far as the as far as the Cats coming in, he won't even be nowhere near the best player on that on that Atlanta Hawks team. Oh no. And matter of fact, he'll be out of there before I'm trying to tell you, they're going to get the keys to John Collins. And I know cats don't know about him because with nobody talking about him all year. But they're definitely going to give the keys to that grown man. John Collins is, they. I think after two or three games, they shut him down. They said, nah, we can't risk him getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? John Collins had 30 and 8 the first game. Now, don't get me wrong, Trey Young had 21 and 11 in that game. And I think that was his second, second or third game. But overall, I mean, and he just had a great game. I think today, it was either today or yesterday, Trey Young had a good game. Um, but overall, man, like I said, his his body, his body type, man, he got to come with it. The last person that size that was killing was Iverson. He's definitely no Iverson. But if he come in and play and be a point guard instead of a scoring guard, he got action. He got action because he showed us he showed us some point guard skills that we didn't think he really had. As far as the scoring, like, yeah, you can do that in college, bro, all you want to because you're not going up against top-tier um, competitive players uh, night in, night out. You know what I'm saying? These The, the competition that you're playing against is, is going up and down, and you might play against a three-, four-, five-star player, and you might play against a two-star player the next. It's nah, 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 nah. And I don't even think they made it to the tournament. 
So you would definitely get a strike for that. But like, like I said, I'm not hating on Trey Young. I'm just telling you what it is. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Pray for the best. <laughs> Pray for Trey. <laughs> but don't get your hopes up, okay? Because And the reason why I say that is because, yeah, he got off. Well, I ain't going to say he got off. That's I'm using the wrong word because when you say got off, that means he was going to work. No, he struggled to get to that 21. I'm telling you that now. He struggled to get to that 21. Uh, the other game where he went off, he definitely went off. But when he played against the Knicks, he struggled because their guard was smothering him. And that's the thing, bro. That's not even that's not even the starting point guard. That's not even the back. That's not even the role player. That's not even the bench point guard that you're playing against. This is a cat that didn't even make the team or is trying to make the team. So you got to look, you got to look at that. You know what I'm saying? I know. And this is the thing. This is what I wanted to tell you. The importance of, of, of summer league, something that we need to know. Yes. It's just summer league. You can go ahead and say it. It's just summer league. You got a lot of bums up in here. You know what I'm saying? So don't really worry about what's going on. You can't do that because summer league gives cats chances. Summer league shows us the flashes. Your game, your game will change once you get into the league officially, but that's because you worked hard and you trained and you added some stuff. But in the summer league, we're getting your purest form, baby. We're getting your purest form and there's nothing you could do about it. Everything that we see in college, we're about to see right now. We're about to see if it can translate to the NBA. And so Trey have, he, he took a few. He passed half court and he took a few and he knocked some down, but most of them, no. Missing free throws, it's going to be a problem. But I hope he do better. Oh, and he also had, and you think Trey Young is short. So there's a guy, uh, Junior Robertson. He's 5'5", five, five, right? He went to uh, Mount St. He went to Mount St. Mary's, but he averaged 21.9 points a game in college or whatever. So uh, today he just dropped 20 points. The guy is 5'5". Five, five. I'm not sure if he's going to make a roster he probably won't, but the young cat got heart, though. The young cat got, and he could score, uh, uh, apparently. But um, to finish off that, man, Atlanta, y'all got some young cats over there, including Trey Young, no point, no pun. John Collins, that's going to be y'all stud. Tyler Dorsey, I roll with him. Uh, Antonius Cleveland, Jalen uh, Jalen Adams. Jalen Adams is solid from, um, I think he. I think he went to Bonaventure. University, I think he, yeah, he pretty solid. He pretty solid. Um, so Atlanta, I mean, I guess y'all can stand up for y'all young squad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as far as Indy, come on, man. We talking about UCLA across the board. Aaron Holiday, TJ Leaf, TJ Leaf got drafted last year. TJ Leaf is going to be a great power forward in the league. I, I, I want him to go to the Spurs so bad because the Spurs, he, he's a Tim Duncan-ish type player. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as he is, so slow it down. But he's that type of player. He has that type of finesse. He has the outside range as well. He's a great power forward coming out of UCLA. I really love him. Um, Aaron Holiday. All the Holidays can play in the league. All the Holidays will play 15 years in the league. Aaron Holiday is same same thing. I was on his bumper when he came into UCLA. He took a lot of bad shots, turned the ball over a lot, but he's a he's a very good guard. And he went at it when Colin Sexton when they when they met up. I think it was like the third game they met up and they went head to head. They hey, 
<laughs> Aaron Holiday can hold his own. Definitely can hold his own. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Uh, Portland. I got to give a shout out to Casper Ware. That's a, that's a city guy right there from L.A. And um, he was with the Sixers. But right now he's running with Portland. So um, shout out to shout out to Casper for that, man. Um, let's see who else. Let me look at my notes. Who else we got? Who else? Wendell Carter Jr. Now, let me tell y'all, Chicago stand all the way up. Wendell Carter Jr., don't mess this up. Chicago, don't mess this up. I'm talking to the Knicks. I'm talking to Chicago. Y'all got some cats. Well, really, with, I mean, they got, they got Antonio uh, over there, and he pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he, he came from the G League. He was G League Rookie of the Year. He was a former McDonald's All American. Played he and he played one year with the Bulls. But Wendell Carter, let me tell you something about this cat, man. He had, I think he had like sixteen and nine the first game, but he had like four or five blocks, like monster blocks though, sending shit. Y'all need him. Y'all definitely need him. I'm not sure. I, I guess it was one of those. Yeah, you gotta take him. I don't think he could play the three. He could definitely play the four. I mean, I guess he could play the three. I guess he could play the three. Um, yeah, he's going to be one of y'all defensive cornerstones. I'm sorry. He is. I know he's a rookie. Like I said, I'm not giving no cats no titles yet, but he's he's promising. He's very promising. So, Chicago, stand up for that, man. Uh, as far as the Cavs, like I was talking about Colin Sexton, uh, uh, Zizek from Croatia, right? Let me tell you what the – first of all, he's nice. He had 25 and 11 against um, – who did they play? I think they played against the – was it the Wizards? I think it was against the Wizards. He had 25 and 11. Don't you know this man has played like two or three games in the summer league and then he went back home? They allowed him to go back home to watch the World Cup. That was dope. Uh, but Colin Sexton, man – we all knew he was a he was going to be a special guard coming out of the draft because he's very athletic. He did hurt his ankle. He hurt his ankle that Friday night, and I was mad because I'm like, damn, we're not going to get to see him play on Saturday. But he ended up playing. The scary thing about Colin Sexton is that he comes from the Westbrook tree, and it's probably it's probably going to be even worse because the Westbrook slash Iverson tree because he's going to be that guard that plays plays injured which means later on those injuries might catch up to him. Because when he hurt his ankle, we thought we just knew he was done. Because, you know, if if a Laker player sneezes, Magic's shutting it down. Colin, I think he tweaked his ankle during the Euro or something like that, and he told the coach, like, no, nah, I'm getting back in. He said, I'm, I, I'm fine. But when he got in, you can see that he was limping. You can see that he was limping bad, but... I guess it's a good thing for the fans, but you don't want that. You definitely want like it's not that serious. The summer league is cool. You can prove yourself. You can definitely uh, lock down that roster spot by playing great. But it's not worth it when you're a lottery pick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's go on to Philly because my guy. Let's see if I can pronounce this. Forkine Corkmas, and the reason why this stood out is because. Um, not because he dropped 40, <laughs> not because he dropped 40 against Boston is because it's, it was the way he did it. 
So Philly, y'all got another shooter. Y'all better play this. Philly, don't mess this up. Do not mess this up. He can shoot. He can go to the rack. He dropped 40 in his summer league debut. The kid, the kid is nice. He's from Turkey. He's from Turkey. So come on, man. Come on. You know, um, and then last but not least. Well, let me just get this out the way, man. I was very disappointed. I was just disappointed in a lot of teams in the draft because they skipped over a guy that I watched over there at Arizona. And I'm a, you know, everybody knows I'm a UCLA fan, Pac-12 fanatic, man. You know what I'm saying? Outside the, outside the Pac-12, I want us to win. But anytime you're playing against UCLA, I ain't got no love for you. But the thing is, man, that, you know, Arizona had those, um, Arizona stay with guards, man. They stay with guards. And Raleigh Atkins, man, from, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn stand up, man. You got Raleigh Atkins go undrafted. He ended, up, he ended up on the Toronto Summer League team, but that hurt my heart, man, because you talk, we talking about a 6'5 point guard with some size on him. Like he he reminds me, he reminds me of Chauncey Billup. You know what I'm saying? Those are my I got real life comparisons. He reminds me of Chauncey Billup. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he's gonna have that leadership or that that uh that knockdown that dagger shot but he definitely can handle the rock like that he definitely can get to the rack draw contact and make it let's see where it goes from here man um so let's get to my lakers <sighs> josh hart is playing in the summer league for the second year he played last year but he hurt himself you know what i'm saying he hurt himself actually in the first game i think he hurt himself in the first game. They shut him down. Uh, this is the thing. This is the rule. If you played in the summer league multiple times, you have to go off and kill. And I think Josh Hart got the message. He's been killing. I think he was trying to go for. Uh, I think he was trying. He's trying to go for summer league MVP. But uh, he's definitely killing right now. I got my eye on Mo Wagner, but they just shut him down. They just shut him down. Uh, we got Suvi over there. That's going to be my nickname for the cat from Kansas. I call him Suvi. Suvi, Muyacek, Kalik, Luke. I, I, we don't know. We don't know. We got to figure out his nickname, but we've got shooters. I know I, I know our concern is trying to uh, surround Braun with shooters. Uh, we got some. We, we just don't have any veteran shooters. I, you know what I'm saying? We don't have any promising shooters. But for the, as far as adding to the young core, I like it. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Nick King over there. Yo, Nick King from Middle... T uh, I think he went to Middle Tennessee. Um, he was also undrafted. That nigga could ball, though. He, he could ball. I'm telling you right now, uh, Jarv. Nick King. Yeah. Yeah. We got... I, uh, apparently, we got two Kings on the, on, on the team, if he makes the team. And I think we got we to gotta keep our eye on Malik Newman. You know what I'm saying? I like Malik, uh, Malik uh, Newman, so we got to keep our eye on that. Um, and that's it. That's the summer league. That's the summer league right there. It hasn't finished yet. I think the summer league is over on the 17th. I think the championship game is on the 17th. Uh, shit, I think my I think my Lakers got eliminated. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, man, that's the summer league for you. Um, I encourage everybody to attend the summer league. I think it's going to change up now because they got, they you know they got four destinations now. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, at first it was just two, now it's four. Um, you got three on the west coast, one on the east coast. 
Vegas is always going to be the front runner for a lot of the teams because we got two gyms over here. And it's just a history, period. It's a destination that everybody wants to go to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, of course, you still got the Orlando one. And you got the... Um, you got the uh, Sacramento and you got the Utah one that's just started, you know, just started back up recently. So, yeah, man, I encourage everybody, man, just to fly out. I mean, it's a Vegas trip. You know what I'm saying? It's a Vegas trip. You know, um, just just, you know, put it on the calendar ahead of time. If you don't want to pay that extra 150, that's cool. Everybody pays the general admission, which is forty dollars. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man, come chill, man. Come chill. Because after that, look, after you finish watching those games, you're going to hit the everybody that go to Vegas that's not from the West Coast or don't visit Vegas all the time, um, they're going to hit the strip. And like I said, when you got 20-plus teams over there and the games is over, where you think they at? Yeah, they might be in the club. They're going to charge extra to get in the clubs where they at. But for the most part, they're not going to be in the clubs all night. They're not going to be in the clubs for no eight hours. They're going to be walking around. They're going to be in the hotels. They're going to be at the day parties in the pool. They're going to be at the night parties in the pool So, or in the club. So, yeah, man, I encourage y'all to, um, if you can't make it, watch. This is where you get This is where you get the, uh, the, 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 the new info, you know what I'm saying? Of any cats that you think is going to be coming to your team, you might want to study these cats. A lot of Hall of Famers have played in the Summer League. You know, but it's overlooked because, you know, I would say 60 to 70 percent of these cats is you never heard of them or they don't really make the roster or something like that. And then that other 20, 30 percent, those are the ones that maybe play because, you know, they're rookies. You know what I'm saying? Or they might have been second players that blew up in the league later on. So, yeah, that's the summer league. Your boy BTG reporting it. I'll be there next year. I hope I see y'all there. Open run with BTG. I'm out.